As announced in our previous edition, today we're going to introduce a new series entitled, Does Water Baptism Safe? Modern cultures, disconnection from biblical truths, and the rise of the prosperity gospel and of false preachers have led to a growing number of misconceptions about the doctrine of salvation. These deceivers have come up with worldly and deceitful ways, such as the sinner's prayer and salvation by works or performance, ways which they believe lead to salvation in order to deceive many souls. The Holy Scripture is very clear. There is only one way to salvation. Salvation is by God's grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. Compare Ephesians 2 verse 8. Many people are also led to believe that water baptism regenerates and saves. The Roman Catholic Church teaches that baptism is the ordinary means of salvation. They believe that water baptism cleanses people not just of the original sin, but also of their personal or actual sin and allows them to be born again as children of God. They define water baptism as an outward symbol of one's rejection of sin and their new birth in the Holy Spirit. According to section 1213 of the Catechism of the Catholic Church, quote, Holy baptism is the basis of the whole Christian life, the gateway to life in the Spirit, and the door which gives access to the other sacraments. Through baptism, we are freed from sin and reborn as sons of God. We become members of Christ, are incorporated into the church, and made sharers in her mission. Baptism is a sacrament of regeneration through water in the Word. Close quote. This declaration is an utter violation, a prejudice against the prerogative of the Holy Spirit. Regeneration cannot be scheduled by man, nor can it be affected by any external ritual accomplished by him. We are not able to determine when God, in his providence, is going to lavish upon us his saving grace in order to free us from our captivity to sin and death. That remains a mystery to us until the Spirit of God, according to the sovereign will of God, moves in and gives us a new nature. Everything depends on God alone. Regeneration is not the result 
of one's decision to submit to a ritual, but rather the result of God's sovereign choice to redeem repentant sinners, not because of what they themselves have done, but as the result of God's own mercy and grace. It is the Lord Almighty alone who draws us into this experience at his own schedule and according to his own will. Thus declares the Lord Jesus in John 6 verse 44. No one comes to me unless the Father who sent me draws him to me, and I will raise him to life on the last day. The Roman Catholic Church violates God's sovereign will in election and disregards the sovereignty of God in regeneration when it baptizes its members and claims that such a ritual makes them sons of God. Because the Roman Catholics claim that water baptism is the sacrament of regeneration, because they claim that through water baptism they are freed from sins and reborn as God's children, this means that every Catholic who is a candidate to water baptism knows in advance the time his regeneration is going to take place. He decides when and where that is to happen. Our parents, in the case of an infant, decide on his behalf. And when that moment comes, the priest or whoever is in charge simultaneously baptizes the candidate while pronouncing the baptismal formula. Here is a footnote to expose another heresy of the Roman Catholic Church on water baptism. According to Rome, even a non-Christian can baptize someone in case of emergency. This is an obscure practice which itself raises questions. For it is written, Do not be equally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? And what communion has light with darkness? And what a call has Christ with Belial? Or what part has a believer with a non-believer? And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk among them. I will be their God and they shall be my people. Therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean and I will receive you. I will be a father to you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. 2 Corinthians 6, verse 14 to 18. As decreed by the Roman Catholic Church, after their baptism, the candidate 
is anointed and the candle lit. And Rome claims that through this ritual, regeneration is accomplished. This declaration is heretical and deceptive. The Roman Catholic Church usurps God's prerogative in regeneration and deliberately undermines God's sovereignty in election. It is the Lord God Almighty alone who initiates the call, who draws men to his Son, and it is he who schedules our regeneration and thus baptizes us into his family, making us his children. Regeneration is a supernatural work accomplished exclusively by the Holy Spirit, according to God's unscheduled and sovereign will, in every repentant sinner who believes the word of God. It is a circumcision of the heart of the repentant sinner who has put his faith in Christ. However, we should keep in mind that every repentant sinner who responds with faith to the word of God is initially enabled by the Holy Spirit. God himself gives repentant sinners the faith to believe his word. So God initiates the call of those whom he foreknew and he regenerates them according to his own schedule. No one can schedule his own regeneration. No external ritual can allow a person to be born again. But this is not the standpoint of the Roman Catholics. They believe and teach that water baptism cleanses them of all sin and gives them life in the Spirit. They affirm that through water baptism they become sons of God and thus receive the grace of the Holy Spirit. This is a heresy. Water baptism does not regenerate. What happened in the house of Cornelius in the book of Acts is one of the many proofs that water baptism does not give life in the Spirit. For the Spirit of God came upon Cornelius and his family as they listened to Peter's preaching. And it was only after the regeneration by the Holy Spirit that Peter ordered them to be baptized with water. Compare Acts 10, verse 44 to 48. Regeneration is a sovereign and supernatural work of God the Holy Spirit through the instrumentality of God's Word. According to our Lord's declaration, this new birth that we receive in the Spirit is something that happens outside of the realm of human will, knowledge, and power. Thus says the Lord in John 3 verse 8, The wind blows wherever it wishes. You hear the sound it makes, 
but you do not know where it comes from or where it is going. It is like that with everyone who is born of the Spirit. We cannot predict when and where the wind is going to blow any more than we can affirm with certainty when someone can be born of the Spirit. In the same way God alone controls the wind, He is also sovereign over our regeneration. According to God's own schedule, the Holy Spirit circumcises our hearts and gives us a new nature. He gives us a new birth and a new life through our faith in His Son, Jesus Christ. So to dismiss the claim that water baptism regenerates and saves, and to sharpen our understanding of what water baptism really is in Christianity, it is important for us to survey its biblical meaning and the role it plays in the life of each believer. Also, we need to draw a line between the two types of baptism that are mentioned in the scripture, and more precisely, in the New Testament. The two types are fundamental elements of Christianity, but we should never leave out the other element that distinguishes true Christianity from all other religions, and without which no one can please God. Unlike the religions of this world, Christianity is the only faith-based religion. Christianity is a religion centered on faith in God's Son, the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Hebrews 11 verse 6 says, No one can please God without faith. For whoever comes to God must have faith that God exists and rewards those who seek Him. Faith is fundamental in Christianity. Any external performance or ritual ceremony, any human achievement is of no use at all. The power to save belongs to God alone. Salvation is a gift from God and he graciously grants it according to the counsel of his will to those who have faith in his Son, Jesus Christ. Neither water baptism nor our good works contribute to our salvation. And so, the Apostle Paul writes in Galatians 3, verse 11, Only the person who is put right with God through faith shall live. In Romans 4, verse 4 to 5, he writes, Those who work are paid wages, but they are not regarded as a gift. They are something that has been earned. But those who depend on faith, not on deeds, and who believe in the God who declares the guilty to be innocent, it is this faith that God takes into account in order to put them right 
of himself. All other religions offer salvation by works. In Christianity, there is no salvation without faith in Christ. And baptism in Christianity can either refer to one of the ordinances the Lord Jesus commands his church to observe. Compare Matthew 28 verse 19 or to the circumcision of the heart. Compare John 3 verse 5. This implies there are two different types of baptism in Christianity. Baptism by the Holy Spirit and water baptism. They are both very important to the life of each believer, but each one happens on a distinct occasion and is administered by a distinct entity. In our next episode, we're going to talk about water baptism. Stay tuned.